Good morning, Vikings Nation. Let's wake up, get ready for some football. It's Packers week, and nothing would cap off this weekend better than a victory over the Cheeseheads at U.S. Bank Stadium. It's school time. Gather around, Skull Brothers and Sisters. This is Skull World, brought to you by Minnesota Sports Talk. I'm your host, Dave. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook at Skull World. Now, make sure you hit subscribe, like, and leave a comment. The contest ends today. If you leave a comment, you are entered in the contest. Go back and leave comments on all my other videos, and you'll be entered to win merchandise in the form of a, a gift card to a website of your choice, do it now. Go back and comment on all my videos and enter my contest. Make sure you're subscribed and liked it, though. All right, let's get started. I'm I'm here to talk about Vikings all day, all day long. I am scheduling. I'm going to try to schedule one every hour, every hour up until game time. Skull Vikings. This one is a good one. I'm going to talk about a guy who's got a lot of hype, who uh, was a... You know, expected to be a great tight end. For, you know, a great tight end had all the tools, all the tools. The his whole future ahead of him. You know the tight end. Oh, oh, geez, that's the wrong tight end. That's the wrong tight end. I it's Aaron Hernandez. I tried to find the most innocent picture of him. No, I am talking about Irv Smith Jr., who I feel coming to the league was a who is compliment was Aaron Hernandez. Obviously, he's uh, playing in the penal league right now and uh, and for good reason. But Irv Smith Jr. was the same type of player coming out of college. Not only was he thought, you know, thought of probably better than Aaron Hernandez because he had 16 yards of catch. Aaron Hernandez had like 12. Yeah, he had more catches at Florida. It's also catching from Tim Tebow who couldn't throw it down the field. Irv Smith Jr. is playing with some really good wide receivers. So I would give the edge of coming out of college as being a, uh, you know, a tight end. You know, they're both were like 6'2". They weren't tall and lengthy, but had athletic ability. Irv Smith Jr. had it all coming out of college. We were hyped for it. He looked good. He looked decent year one. Went from eight yards of carry to twelve or catch to twelve yards of catch his second year. He was coming into the twenty twenty one season. Everybody was talking about him. He no longer had to worry about uh, Kyle Rudolph being ahead of him because you know and I know Zimmer didn't like playing younger players. Freaking uh, Kyle Rudolph his last year with the Vikings had three hundred some yards. Irv Smith Jr is better than that, is better than that. He is, and um, you know, KOC came from New England, right? At one point, he was a he was a quarterback there. They knew how to use the tight end. Bill Belichick, KOC, Aaron Hernandez was used really well over there. Not that they crossed paths that well, but hey, KOC is a student of the game, and he sees Irv Smith Jr., and when asked, 
Justin Jefferson, when asked, uh, what's the difference, what what should we look for this year? And he said Swerve. Apparently his nickname's Swerve. Irv Smith Jr., Swerve, apparently, is the is the straw uh, the straw that stirs the drink. Like this is the the uh, the secret weapon. Justin Jefferson says this is the this is the guy that's going to make a difference in our offense. I did a prediction that he would only catch three passes today, only because I didn't think he'd play a full complement of snaps, and they would ease him into the offense. He may even struggle with blocking, and I think because they don't want him to use his hands in blocking situations. So that's why I only picked three catches. But I do have this guy. Just if he stays healthy, and that's always the if. If he stays healthy, he's going to be a difference in this offense. Latest injury being his thumb. Now I always like to go back and tell you what we thought of him. What was thought of him coming into the league? We thought a lot of him. As fans, we thought, hey, this guy's a red zone threat, man. He's only 6'2", but he's a matchup nightmare, and that's what he was described as in college playing for Alabama. He was a matchup nightmare. Quote, unquote, matchup nightmare. Now with the Vikings, can be the same thing. Imagine this guy going against linebackers all day. They're going to have to play nickel all day long with us. And we have a hell of a rushing team. We have a hell of a run, you know, run first uh, offensive lineman. They're very good at the run. We all know this. We got the one of the best backfields in the leagues, if not the best. It's deep as hell. And they're going to have to play nickel all day long as long as he's on the field. They're going to have to match him up with a safety, whatever. They're going to have to play Nick all day long if they want to stop us, and we'll run it down their throat if they do. He is a matchup nightmare. The other teams know it. I mean, Justin Jeffers is a matchup nightmare. The two matchup nightmares in our our game are uh, Irv Smith and Justin Jefferson by far. Just as just to show you what what he was coming out of college, height 6'2", 242 pounds. Undersized. I think he got bigger. 31 and a half inch arms. Not the longest. Nine and a half inch hands. Pretty average. Is uh 40 yard dash, 463, and that's what did it. That it he catches with his hands, so I'm not worried about that. Good route runner. Catches with his hands. Athletic bench press 19. Not bad for a receiver. A receiving tight end. Now, one of the big things they talked about in the past couple of years is how much better he got at blocking. So don't expect him to just be a pass catching receiver and and or pass catching tight end. Justin Jefferson even said in his blocking ability was also made him a difference. This is Justin Jefferson talking up a tight end. Vertical jump 32 and a half, pretty dang good. Pretty dang good. Broad jump 110. Pretty good. Three cone drill seven three two twenty yard shuttle four three three. Those are you know those weren't elite but still pretty good for a tight end. But I look at his forty yard dash four six three, and he's just gonna be a matchup nightmare against linebackers. 
especially ones that are, you know, outside linebackers, you know, like a 3-4. There's not many linebackers going to be able to um, guard him. So I am guessing Nickel all day long, run the ball down their throat with Irv Smith Jr. in the game. Just, just, the so much, it makes us so dynamic. So dynamic. His bio coming out of college. Smith is the son of former NFL tight end who played at Notre Dame before entering the NFL as first-round pick of the New Orleans Saints in 1993. Ur Smith Jr.'s dad, by the way, name-dropping, follows me on Twitter. I'm just kidding. Well, he does. He does follow me on Twitter, but I followed him. It was a mutual thing. Happened like a year ago. I was really hoping that Ur Smith Jr. would take off. I was going to, you know, Ur Smith, and I wasn't on YouTube yet. But Irv Smith Jr., his dad's pretty cool. He follows Vikings fans. He interacts with them. It's good to see. And plus, I was a Notre Dame fan uh, growing up, so it was nice to see uh, Irv Smith Jr. Now, he was a Class 5A honorable mention, all-Louisiana pick out of New Orleans brother Martin High School before signing with the Tide as a four-star recruit and top 10 tight end prospect nationally. Smith played as a reserve tight end as a true freshman in 2016, but did not catch up any pass in nine games. He had more of a role in Alabama's title-winning 2017 season, starting four of 14 games, played and catching 14 throws for 128 yards, 9.1 average, and three scores. Smith garnered second-team All-SEC honors for this play as a junior, catching 44 passes, 710 yards, 16.1 average, and seven touchdowns for national runner-up. He was a matchup nightmare, overshadowed by Alabama's running game and a, and and I think it was Rugs or I, you know, they had good receivers on the team. Overview: Smith is still green in terms of overall experience, which shows up in run blocking and route running. But he has plenty of talent and likely to get much better in both areas. He has a combination tight end talent, but really flashes in the move blocker at fullback or wing back spots. His Build up, you know, H back. So this guy could uh, the, the, out of the backfield even. That's awesome. His build up speed sets him apart as a big field stretching option. And once he gets rolling with after the catch, OJ Howard was bigger. I don't know what that and better athlete, but like Howard, Smith offers Pro Bowl potential as well as rounded tight end prospect. Pro Bowl potential. They build him as a Pro Bowler coming out of college. Strength, decent hand placement as an inline blocker. He had, he had good hand placement. They're talking about his blocking ability. Great. Good footwork to reach and secure the edge. Awesome. Fluid and rhythmic with his timing up the second level targets. Affects lead blocker and the H-back or fullback. Uh, this versatility. They're just talking about his versatility coming into this league. And we saw flashes of it. But we were not a... Just we have a different offense right now, and he's a big reason why it's going to be um, so dynamic. And it's it's just because of he's going to be so flexible in the offense. Love it. Might be too much uh, for linebackers to handle in him. Remember, this is my first time reading this. Extensive collection of routes took him all areas of the field. Lots of routes. He ran lots of routes in college. Good route strength, pushing through the contact. They're, you know, they talked him down about routes, and now they're all they're doing is talking about how good his routes are. 
Offers sturdy target in the middle of the field. Yes. And uh, defensive backs are bouncing off them in college. And they did a little bit of that in the pros, too. You don't see a lot of plays because they, you know, Kyle Rudolph and you know, he just won't let him see the field his rookie year. Can post up tight end coverage out of his breaks. Hand strength to secure contested catches. Able to elevate and compete in the air. Dregs tackers for additional yards after a catch. All I agree. Go look at his highlights in college. You know, you're not seeing his lowlights, obviously. But it was for a championship team, man. Weaknesses. Needs to add mass and upper body strength for blocking duties. Yeah, don't we all? Doesn't always block with consistent effort and strain. Can overstep his landmark as run blocker. Whatever that means. Needs to play faster, more consistently. Rounded rounded routes allow coverage shortcuts to catch point. Very good point. Hopefully he's uh, fixed that. Feet are a little heavy. Getting into breaks causes delays to open. Rarely works back to the throw. That's a little scary. Um, yeah, I could probably see that. Not a natural hands catcher and fights the football. I don't see that. I don't he catches with his hands. I don't see any basket catches in any of his highlights. Shows way, slows way down when turning and to find football. Also don't see that, but hey, I guess they saw it. Like short area wiggle or quick uh, catch and run. Dude, dude popped off <laughs> some long touchdowns. So I don't see that. I think they were trying to nitpick this guy coming out of college. He was a straight out beast. Um, and they didn't think he would follow us in the second round. So he was a, I would have, I would have depicted him as, you know, a mid, you know, a late first, early second. He dropped down the 18th. He was probably a, um, a little bit of a value pick at that, at point. So we got good value out of him at, at that point. And much like when we got Kyle Rudolph, he fell to us that far and, you know, this guy's playing for a contract, and I think the Vikings want to give him one if he can show he's healthy. You know, they got rid of Zach Davidson. Nick Muse is the only other guy that probably be back next year. Ellison and Munt, are they? Really? Muse, probably. Irv Smith Jr., man, I probably is going to re-sign. We probably, can, we probably can, you know, put a... You know, we probably could uh, keep him from, you know, he's going to be a restricted free agent. So, and we could probably franchise tag him, but we, do we, do we want to pay him that much money? I don't know. We'll see. That's a lot of money on a franchise tag, especially with what tight ends are making nowadays. But, hey, Ur Smith Jr., all things look good. He's healthy. He's a full go. He's not even on the injury report. Awesome. At least at the time I recorded this. So, and the things that Justin Jefferson have said about him, KOC has said about him, other players have said about him, he is a matchup nightmare. Get used to it. The rest of the league. I'm trying to trade for him in my fantasy league. You know who has him? Yep. Rap from Purple Pocket Podcast. And he says, hell no, I'm not trading. He has three tight ends. This is the third one he drafted. Well, anyways, I'm negotiating. Hopefully, I get it done. Skull Vikings. Let's go. This is Skull World, brought to you by Minnesota Sports Talk. Remember to subscribe, like, and comment. Go comment on all my videos. Get that money up. I want to give out more money by game time. Let's do it. Skull Vikings. 
Cue the music. Thank you, Viking fans, for listening. Make sure you catch my other episodes. Also, make sure you subscribe, like, and leave a comment below. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Skull Vikes.